And we are back, Steelers fans, for some more talk with the Scobros here on the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BrianTheSteelCurtain.com with my big brother, Rich. We had lots of fun talking about the Tennessee game. Lots of interesting things to talk about that. But you know what? It's time. It's time to move on. It's Purple Week. It's that I, I, I know. It's like, really? You're going to come back into the – you're going to have a team come back into the league and you're going to go with Purple? Okay. I mean, I thought sure. we already had more than enough purple in Min- from Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. And we decided that, well, I guess if you're going to try to disguise the brands, yeah. You yeah. might as well go as far away from brand as you can possibly get. Uh, exactly. Sometimes you have to wonder if you hit them hard enough if 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 the if the uh, putrid orange will well, start coming out of the jerseys. Everybody's on here saying it's Ravens week. Nope, it's rat birds. Not right. No, yeah. no, no. I have called them this from the beginning. They are. They are the Cleveland Browns in disguise. In disguise. That's who they are. They've always been that. Exactly what they so, are. They are the Cleveland Browns in disguise. In disguise. So they're, they're, they're Browns 2.0 or whatever you want to say that. So here's the thing that I want to remind you about with this game coming up. They can't score, you can't lose. I'm sorry. Right? That's exactly what Coach Tallman said today. And that's kind of the whole mantra going on. There you go. <laughs> Jeffrey Bennett. Purple Browns. Purple Browns. <laughs> They're the Purple Browns. That's right. Thank you. They, they, thank you, Jeffrey. They are they are purple browns. Um, which is kind of interesting because Cleveland East. Yeah. What's what's actually happened that I that I looked up? If you go back and look at it per game and not overall yards, the uh the the uh that that purple team has suddenly become the team that is back up in the lead for rushing in the NFL if you look at average games because they now have one less game as a lot of the other teams at the top because they just you know had their bye week. So they're back up there, but you really want to know why? Mainly because the Steelers are doing them a favor and knocking out these teams and not letting them rush the ball that are ahead of them. Yeah. So uh, kind, kind of interesting that it works out that way. But uh, once again, another ground game, another road game. This was part of the big uh, um, three-game road stretch. If you were to tell me a couple weeks ago that the Steelers were going to be hosting the Browns, going to Tennessee, and going to Baltimore – and if they say, all right, Steelers are going to come out of this two and one, what would you say? Do it. I'll take it. Okay. Yep. Steelers can't do any worse than two and one. That's this right. is to me, this is almost like this is almost like bonus game for, for this one. Because this, this is it, this is believe it or not, it's a nothing to lose. Yeah. You're nothing not to expected lose. to beat Baltimore in Baltimore. You know, the the whole notion is is they were the number one seed in the AFC last year. If you can split with them, you're doing fine. Okay. Beating them in their place, you shouldn't even be thinking about it. So if and when the Steelers do that, talk about meaning so much more. To me, the pressure's all on the Ravens. It is. It's all on oh, yeah. them. The, the because if they lose to the Steelers at home knowing that when you have to face them again, you have to do it in Pittsburgh on a short week in prime time on Thanksgiving after you've already lost to them once. Oy, that's a tough one to have to try to pull off. So 
as much as I'm like, yeah, it's still a big game. You don't want to lose this game. The pressure's not on the Steelers. I don't think the yeah. pressure's on the Steelers. You, do you, no. do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, do the Steelers want to it? Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. they want to win it like you wouldn't believe. But the pressure isn't on them, and that's obvious when you look at the spread. Yeah. Uh, last I saw was three and a half. That's the last I saw was three and I'm, a half. I'm double-checking it to get the most recent one, okay. and boom, at oddshark.com, the consensus is still three and a half. So, which is funny because it started at seven when the schedule came out. Yeah. Then it was five and a half over the weekend. Then after taking into account the Steelers' victory, then it's three and a half. Don't like that the Ravens are coming out of their bye. They generally do very well coming out of their bye and being at home. Um, so to me, that's that's just another reason why the pressure is all on them. If they come out of their bye at home, at home Steelers, and lose to then be yeah. two losses behind yeah. and at the time, the tie break. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. So, but remember, if they can't score, you can't lose. So I think this comes down as much to anything as the Steelers' defense. Uh, the Steelers, I like to think back to week five. Was it one, two, three, four? Yeah, week five of last season when the Steelers are in Heinz Field taking on uh, that purple team. And the a game that started by Ray Mason Rudolph finished by a duck collar and they should have won it on several occasions, you know, really bad um, roughing the passer penalty, you know, quarterback still had a ball in his hands. He wraps him up around the waist and they call it roughing the passer. Um, then, uh, then you just had various other things that, that went down crazily there. Um, and Lamar Jackson throws three interceptions. Doesn't have that great of a game kind of gave what Tennessee eventually called the blueprint to taking down Baltimore, which they completely did in the playoffs. You know, you kind of just look at what yeah, the they Steelers really did. did. They, the, the, you know? The Titans kind of followed what, what the Steelers we did. In and it, yeah, in week five. So, um, Sean, throw, hey, I told you he's going to get the $20 here eventually. Another $2 there. in the tip jar. Says we want to win because we want home field in the buy. Yes, but it's not like you don't want to win. I'm just saying the 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 pressure to win. Because think about it. I'm I'm going to say it. I was going to save this for the preview, but I'm going to say it now. This is the most difficult game the Steelers have on their schedule when evaluating at this moment. Of yes. course, things can change as the season goes on. Teams can lose players. Teams can get on a roll. Everything else. Right now, I mean. You know, having to go to Buffalo seems kind of tricky in December, but I mean, they couldn't even score a touchdown on the Jets. Um, they're they're struggling a little bit at times right now. Um, yeah. They got it handed to them by the by, by the Titans. Um, so it's kind of one of those things that if you were to look at the whole season, evaluating it at this moment, this is the most difficult game the Steelers have left. Okay? I circled this as their most difficult game when the schedule came out. Yeah. It is. And this was the game. Let's see. I have all the opening lines from when they were out 
in May, right after the schedule came out, the game where the Steelers were were the biggest underdog. They only had a few games where they were where they were underdogs. They were underdogs against the Titans by two points initially. This was seven points against the Ravens. They were underdogs to the Cowboys initially. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, And they were underdogs actually at home to the Ravens, and they were underdogs um, in Buffalo. Um, Were were, were some of those were some of those games? You know, back when they made the schedule, back in May when they made the schedule. So things have changed since then, and and it's just it's it's just kind of crazy, kind of interesting. This is their biggest game. I mean, it doesn't mean that. How do you say it? If they're going to lose, if you looked at their schedule and said, pick one game, the Steelers are going to lose one game. Don't get to decide which one, but which one is it most likely? This is going to be it. This is where they're going to be favored unless things you know, change a lot. You know, it's the NFL and anything can happen. If you, if, if you had to make the point spreads right now based on everything, this is going to be where the Steelers are the biggest underdog all season if based on what the spreads would be right now. Right now. So it's a big game. It's important. But you know what? There's just something about when your well, defense it, dominates the line of scrimmage that can give a team confidence. How many times in the last couple of years have we what sat at this time of year and looked at a and looked at a game and been like, "Well, this is a tough game, but man, we really need to win this one to give ourselves a chance," right? Yeah. Yep. We're not being six and zero coming in. Yes, I want to leave mm-hmm. seven and zero. But if I leave six and one, we're not out of anything. Yeah. You know, like there's been times in the last couple of years where we lose a game and it's just like, oh, here, you know, gee whiz, we're going to have to go on one of those late year runs to, you know, have a chance at anything mm-hmm. or we're, we're setting ourselves up to not have to do that, which then Again, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it lowers the intensity of the game because let me tell you, it's Baltimore. This game will be oh, yeah. intense. It's okay? not like there's a big mystery here. These teams know what they're going to do against each other. I mean, we're even playing this game in Baltimore right now, and it's not, well, if the Steelers don't win this one, they have no chance of winning the AFC North. Mm-hmm. That's no. not true. Not true yeah. at all. Yeah, here you go. Uh, let's let's look here. We got another super chat from just me. Five dollars in the tip jar. Five dollars in the tip jar. First of all, I love that hat. I really do. Um, who will hit Jackson, and how many hits will Jackson get? Um, they're going to hit him a lot. I mean, any anytime they run the ball, anytime they're doing their whole RPO, that's what the Steelers do. They're going to hit you. They're yep. going to hit you. So he's going to get hit a lot. I don't, not that it will even count as quarterback hits because of things going on with run plays. But he's going to get hit. Um, but you know what? He's a tough dude. He can take it. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, I, it's not, it's not like he's going into Because the, he really is. He, and look, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, you know, I've seen a couple of the Baltimore guys out there, you know, that, yeah. And they need, yeah. Lamar Jackson's a tough dude. Okay. And he knows what this game is, and he knows what mm-hmm. the Steelers bring, and he knows that when he plays this game, he is going to take hits. You know, he he may serve he again, not asking him to admit it, but would it surprise you if Lamar Jackson looks at the entire schedule, circles the two against the Steelers, and be like, 
Uh, I'm going to need some extra, um, you know, ice after these games um, because I'm going to get hit because it's going to be yeah. a battle. It's going to be a war. Because that, that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to that, be. And I really think that's, that's all the Steelers mm-hmm. and Ravens play. I mean, it is a war mm-hmm. every time they step if, on the field. I think a lot of this is going to come down to Ben Roethlisberger. If we get week seven Ben Roethlisberger, it's going to be a little bit tricky, especially second, you know, especially last drive of the first half and all the second half. But if we're talking about first first half and first 28 minutes of the game, I mean, no, first 29 minutes of the game. 29 minutes of the game. First First 29 29 minutes of the game, Ben Roethlisberger. Is good, you know, which was also week six, Ben Roethlisberger, if you know what I mean, which is AFC North Ben Roethlisberger, if you want to say it that way, um, which is kind of nice. Okay. So that's interesting. Here's another thing. Go ahead. Hold on. I I hate to, where's my son when I need him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So never mind. um, Uh, You're you're right. Hey, Baltimore's only played one good team this season. They lost to him. So that's that's kind no, of what that, they're dealing with. You've only yeah. played one good team and you lost. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. And um, because if the so, Browns aren't any good, I mean the Steelers and the Browns did about or the Steelers and Ravens did about the same thing as the Browns. I want to look at the defense here real quick. Where do you think the Steelers rank in the NFL in overall defense adjusted by number of games played? They rank numero uno. I was going to say, it's got to be up at the, the top. The only thing that's close is Tampa because they've played the extra game. But when you adjust it down to six games, Tampa still only comes in three. It goes Pittsburgh, Indy, Tampa. Okay. Right. Um, to get to the red team or the red team, the purple team, you got to go outside the top five. Um, their, their defense, let's just say this. If they're if the Ravens felt they were the best team in the AFC North, they wouldn't have needed to make a trade to try to improve their defense. They and see what's so, going and, on inside you know? a thirty-one-year-old wide receiver that hasn't played in two. Yeah, years. well, that's to the practice squad. I mean, they're trying to do yeah, something. You're, not, you're right. So my opinion is, they know that it's going to take more, and that's why they're trying to make some moves. I'm, some people are talking about the Steelers. What should they be doing by the trade deadline? I'm not. I've kind of put an article out there. I, I'm saying I could be wrong. I'm in favor of staying still. You know, I know Michael Beck really wants another inside linebacker, even if it's for depth. I understand that would be okay. I'm not going to be upset about it. But the last thing I want is anything to upset the Steelers locker room because they, from the very beginning, with Mike Tomlin's one fail, all fail mentality when they hit training camp, when it came to everything dealing with COVID, when it came to all, you know, life in general, that's part of what's making what the Steelers, that's how they can still overcome a game like they, a second half that they had in Tennessee. So I still think this game, how about you? I think this game's going to come down to the defense. I, I really do. I think it's going to come down to how much can, are the Steelers going to slow down that running game of Baltimore? Is the philosophy well, first of all, the philosophy is, you know, if, if they can't score, you can't lose, okay? But is the philosophy make Lamar Jackson be, beat you with his arm? Probably. Yeah. 
you probably do similar to what we did against the Giants, what we yeah. did against the Titans, what we, you yeah. know, um, what we've done against some of these teams that have been been have a good running attack. Mm-hmm. Shut down the running attack. Prove you can do it elsewhere. Now, yeah, could Lamar do it elsewhere? Yeah, he might be able to. Okay, do I think Lamar Jackson is a great passer? No, he is not. Um, I think he's a great I think player. He, I, think, I think he has some accuracy issues, mm-hmm. but he is a he's a good passer. He's not a great passer. Yeah. So what makes Lamar Jackson great is that he can pass decently and can run phenomenally. Yeah. Take away, take, take something away. Well, if we take away his ability to run, make him lean on his ability to pass, is that our best chance to win? I, I, I think that's what they're going to do. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Here was another interesting stat I just looked up. I, I don't want to give away too much because this is going to be some stat geek stuff for Thursday morning show. But one of the things I do like to look at is, uh, you know, defenses and everything, you know, rushing yards and yards per yep. attempt. The Steelers are second in the league defensively in yards per attempt given up. I mean, the second lowest. Baltimore's 23rd against the rush when it comes to yards per attempt. So it's not like their defense is this big stout machine, you know, and they didn't have to play the Titans yet. They still have to play the Titans. Let's see. I, I had it here. When, when do they play the Titans? It's uh, it's coming because it's coming up here before too long. Um, or am I? No, they, yeah, they play the Titans. Ooh, they have to play the Titans the Sunday before they have to come to Pittsburgh to play Thanksgiving. Yeah, you talk about a rough back to back. That's a rough back to back on a short on a short week. Short week. They have to host the Titans and then go to Pittsburgh. So that'll be interesting. Rich, we got to get to it. Got to get to it. You okay. ready? Yep, bring it. It's prediction time. Oh, okay. That's what we got to do. Oh, so you're asking me my prediction yeah. for the game? No, so we're going to do your prediction. Are we talking the regular Dicka or the miniature Dicka? Oh, um, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, it is time. Yeah, it is time. Let's. Um, uh, twenty-seven twenty Steelers. You're gonna go tw- twenty-seven to twenty Steelers. See, I'm I'm struggling with this one. I'm glad I don't have to make mine till Thursday. I, I don't. I don't think a lot about it i just quickly was running some things through my head and i was coming up with some i was like nope not that one nope not that one yeah so So it's 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 very interesting um because there's a difference between my head and my heart like right now i know what my heart and so i'm 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 waiting on my guts to break the tie so i'm trying to get my gut to, to to figure out what's going on because you know my heart says you know I think this I, the Steelers are more than capable of beating Baltimore and Baltimore with this team. But my head tells me that it's very interesting that um, if this is the toughest game they, got, game they got left, it's going to be one of those things. Okay. Um, we are going to – I'm going to in just a moment. I got another super chat. I yeah. thought maybe we were laughing at it. I thought maybe it was something I couldn't bring up. 
but uh, it's something that I can. Uh, $4.99 in the tip jar from Grayson Brown. He says, hey, Broscos or Sco Bros, doesn't matter. Uh, honestly, think the Ravens aren't ready for Pitt this year. Um, I think the arrogant Ravens will be humbled 34-17. So. I, I, don't think, I don't think there's humble going either side here. And the reason I, I think that is because the Steelers and the Ravens, mm-hmm. um, each of them know what the other one brings. Yes. Um, th- there's just – and you just know it's going to be a slugfest. Yep. And, you know, uh, and I will say this, you know, Ravens, it's not going to be the – take Mason Rudolph helmet off and hit him with it kind of slugfest because that's not – neither one of these coaches would allow for that kind of – This is a healthy rivalry with mutual respect. It's not a lot of stuff like that. The only person who was arguably dirty at all with that got booted out of their training camp, So, which didn't surprise me at all, actually. So because that's the – I mean, you can't – just because I don't like them doesn't mean that they're not a well-run organization. So um, I don't even know how to say that name. You know how to say that name? Which name? To digital? <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. Because sure, um, I'm throwing your scores up here now. Um, 27-17 Pitt. Russ says 31 to 20 Steelers. Then we've got um, uh, Never says 27-24 Pitt. Then we've got, where'd it go? Felicia. Want to listen to Felicia? 31-21. Hey, what did what did it say last week? I can't remember if he got the score right or not. I, He's I, been in there. What was your score last week? I was so close yeah. until he yeah. yeah. I know. I had it at um, Jeff was really close. Jeff was, you know, if they scored that touchdown at the end rather than the interception, they'd go up 34-24. That's what Jeff called. Um, Corey says 28-20 Steelers. Um, Andrew, um, 30 to 27 Ravens. Okay. I, you know, I could see this as a game that comes down to a field goal and the Ravens do have a good one, a, a good kicker. Uh, Steelers 26, 16. Um, then I jumped. I got to get back to where I was. Um, Black and gold goggles says Steelers 24 Ravens 17. Reginald says 27, 20. We know the rules. If you don't say a team, we know it's Steelers. Okay. Um, That's a good yeah. Good score there, Reginald. Um, Wes says this. He says, if I'm being completely unbiased, this is a game we could possibly lose. But I believe we won't. That's kind of where I'm at right now, Wes. i got to figure that out by Thursday night. Okay, Cree says 31-20 Pittsburgh. Um, Christian says uh, 27-14 game-winning field goal by Boswell. 17-14. I said that wrong. Because I've got to thinking, if anybody had 27-24 from last week, you should be bringing it up in the live chat. Um, Mark says 20 to 17 Steelers. Um, and Ezra says he just took to keep um, um, we keep Ben under 40 attempts. That's that would be nice. That would be nice. But um, Russ says he wanted to change his. He wanted it to actually be 38 uh, for the Steelers. Uh, Wes is saying 31 13. I don't know. I don't know that I'm comfortable calling this this game being a blowout. Um, uh, Mark says, um, <laughs> I think he, I think he mistyped that one. We'll check. I it think later. you do. Mark, Mark Davidson. If, if you didn't, we don't expect to hear from you on Saturday morning. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> 40, Steelers 43, Ratbirds 100. Uh, yeah, I think he hit a zero, an extra zero in there. And Ryan, I, I has- hope so. I, Mark, if that's not the case, we're going to allow Brian Anthony Davis to come on your podcast and do his awful um, accent for the entire time. 
There you go. At which That's accent? Better. They're all terrible. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. So Ryan has 32-20. He says a sack party by the Steelers. Uh, Steelers-Pittsburgh says 35-17 Steelers. Carlos says 27-17 Steelers. Okay. Um, Andrew says a very good point. This is what I'm thinking of. He's like, they have two weeks to prepare, and I like our chances better on Thanksgiving. I do, too. I do, too. This is a tough one for the Steelers. This is a tough one. Okay. Uh, Knight Rider says 35-27 Steelers. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this one up there. This was the Ravens guy that's been in the live chat. He says 23-17 Ravens. That, you know, we've had a couple Ravens was in there. 20-10 Steelers. Ooh, all the Ravens at 10 points. That would be that would be pretty interesting. Uh, Nathaniel Zarate says 41-23 Steelers. Um, and I skipped again. I can't find it. You better not miss the next one. On. The next one. Oh, sorry. It was. I did click it off. Twenty-three seventeen. You said you skipped. You weren't there. I was looking at it. By one, Kyle Schofield. Uh, here you okay. go. I like this one. Yeah. Oh, we hit it. Yep. Twenty-one seventeen. Somebody. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I, you know, that's, that's actually a pretty good call. Don't yeah. be surprised if that's the score. And yeah. flip a coin as to yeah. which team you put in there to win. That's the kind of game this could be. And this is why I think other factors are going to come into play here. You know, two bad calls for one team versus none for the other could make all the difference in this game. That's, yeah, you know, could. it really could, you know, and just, and fluky plays. I think it's going to come down to fluky plays. Are the Steelers going to be on the right side or the wrong side of the fluky plays? You know, um, which teams, you know, just going to have one of those crazy things happen. You know, where where a ball just, you know, like a kickoff hits and bounces weird and the other team gets it or something like that. Um, just that's the kind of I would I would love nothing more than to just see a clean game by both teams, well officiated evenly, and really see who the better team is. That's what I want more than anything on Sunday. Okay. Um, Steelers territory in Louisiana purchase 1731 Steelers win. Um, Sean has 31-17 Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, I, I jumped down, but I got to bring this one up, okay? Because yeah. I think this was a – Corey's helping to maybe clear up what we had for, for from Mark Davidson. Maybe it was this. Mine <laughs> – maybe it was minus 100. <laughs> minus it was a dash. Maybe that was <laughs> it. No, he might have been right. Okay, double HH, 41-35. That would be Steelers. Um I'm going to look for maybe a couple more before we close it out here. Uh, Nathaniel says 23-20 Steelers. That's the kind of score that I'm leaning towards right now. It, it uh, okay. makes a lot of sense. Travis says 21-20 Ravens. You know, we, I could see something like that. Okay. So um, Aaron yeah, says yeah, he's a Ravens fan. That, that was, yeah, could you see one of those where it's where it's 20-14 to 14 yeah. and, and the Ravens score a late yeah. touchdown to, to get away? Yeah, yeah. very much yeah. could be that kind of game. This is one I don't see it going this way at all with the Ravens 38, the Steelers 16. I don't see the Ravens scoring that many points and the Steelers not. I mean, that's just kind of how it's going with everything based on 2020. Um, and then – um, yeah, because Donaldson, yeah, a, that's a negative. Yeah. Yep. I'm still clicking on those. And um trying to find we've got a couple of them that keep coming. Young boy, I want to get his 27, 24. Steelers, repeat of weeks week seven score. I was actually really tempted to go with that score as well. So sorry, we don't I don't really have any time to, to grab any more of those here. We're about out of it. Rich, it's been a lot of fun. 
we've been kind of, you know, a little bit excited. Um, and, yeah. and everything. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Here's one of my. Wait, I, I got to put this one up. to the chat. No, yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Or is it? Hold on. Yeah, it is. I'll get it. Go ahead and do that one. Okay. So, um, yeah, I like Kyle Smith. I've yet to predict, and they are six and zero. So I will withhold a prediction. There you go. Thank you, Kyle. Then we have a um, super chat from Chris that uh, four ninety nine in the tip chart. Thank you very much. He says twenty seven seventeen Steelers on our way to seven and zero as seven and zero as number seven leads us to Super Bowl victory number seven. I improvised a little bit since he didn't have as many characters to say what I knew he wanted to say. So yeah, this is some this is some good, this is a big one. This is a is a, a, I got to bring up this one. Because if he's the bro, we got to bring up his comment on the Scope Bro show that just says, um, it's Baltimore week. I'm hyped. AFC North football. Nothing better than that. Okay. I have to say, this is a big AFC North matchup. It's going to be a tough one for the Steelers. You know, sorry, I won't bring up. Yeah, everybody always talks about the, the NFC North being, you know, smash mouth football or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of bruises. So is AFC North football, man. People yeah. come out of those games. Just yeah, that's just that's that's how it is. It's 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 what it is. So we'll see how it how it turns out. But like I said, I want to see a clean game, uh, and I'm not saying no takeaways or anything like that. I just mean I don't want to see fluky plays, things that shouldn't be happening, things that you know, crazy bounces, bad calls. I don't want to see any of that. I want to see good, yeah, no crazy football either, between two good football You know, none of the Chris Bermans. Whoop whoop. Yep. Yeah, none of that stuff in this game. Let's just play ball. Yeah, play ball. Play ball. Let the better team win. If that's the case, I have a lot. I have a lot of confidence in the Steelers. If that's the case, so Rich, last last second thoughts before I do the rundown. Uh, just bring on some more football. I mean, football is at least getting me feeling back to you know that I'm at least a little bit of a normal world even though it is still weird to not see much for fans in the stadiums, but um, been very thankful for football um, since this, whatever, second week of September. So I don't know if you're breaking up just for me, if you're breaking up for everyone, but uh, I caught most of what you said there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, make sure that you are listening to all of <laughs> all of our podcast, both the YouTube side, you know, great live chat tonight. You guys were fantastic again. Um, and make sure that you're listening to us in audio form. We're available across the board in all the places. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel to get all the stuff. You've got the, you've got the morning audio only podcast with Jeff's let's ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Michael Beck's live, Mike on Tuesday, my stat geek on Thursday. Um, the, uh, the Australian blokes down under on Saturdays, you've got, you got Brian and Chai Sap doing the pregame show. You've get you've got injury um, report updates. You've got Tomlin press conference updates. We have all kinds of stuff coming through you there. And then of course the YouTube shows that you get Saturday through Thursday. So make sure that you you're subscribing there so you can tune into those. Check out behindthesteelcurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I know some of you that that are listening don't necessarily go to the website. So there was some great stuff there today. Uh, Jeffrey Bennett and I did a breakdown of, you know, Chase Claypool and 
the difference of his production when there's no Deontay Johnson because of where he's playing differently, but also how you get more production out of Juju. It's some, it was some really good stuff there. You have the missing plays from the CBS um, where, where they cut out and you didn't see the broadcast. All kinds of commentary, breaking news, everything that you have. Um, like I've always said, it's your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And like Brian Anthony Davis says, because he gets his words mixed up, it's your non-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So big one this week. We'll be back here next week to talk about it and to and and to go. Um you know what? No. I'll give the Even guys though it's a Ravens he's fan. Yeah, he's been in here the whole time. And he said, mate, both Steelers and Ravens finish game injury-free. No injuries. Yeah, that would be great to see both teams coming That's- out of there. You know, you're going to be banged up a little bit after you play the Ravens. But hopefully, you know, nothing nothing lasting. So. Hey, guys are going to need some extra whirlpool treatments and things like that. But yep. I don't want to see anybody lost for either team. Never like to see that um, for either of these guys. You know, I like to play – I like us to be full strength when we play the Ravens, and I like them to be full strength when we're playing them because that's the best football. So, Excellent. Excellent. So, All right. So all I know is that thank you very much for tuning in with us. We will see you back here again next week, hopefully smelling another Steelers victory. We'll see you next time. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>